0: Our first bhajan this morning is on page 263. "Jivan Safala Banale Bande." O oh man, make your life successful. That which you have considered as your home is in fact an inn. This world is an unsteady fair. One comes, one goes. Not even the body goes with you. O oh, the one who is intoxicated with maya. Serve the poor, suffering, and weak ones. Fill this bag with the diamonds and pearls of the Nam of the Lord. Earn as much nom as you can in this life. Not only the saints, even the great sinners got liberated. All those who took refuge at his feet crossed over in a moment. Selflessly do the deeds, love God. He who uttered the nom of the Master crossed over the ocean of life. Repeat the Simran of the Master so that you may be liberated. O oh, Ajayb, Kripal is with you. Pay a little attention. O oh, man, make your life successful. Page
1: 263. Jiva Banale bande, Jiva Banale Jeeva banale bande, Jeeva banale, Jisakotune tune garasamajahay, Ehehe ikasaraye, Yehe jagachala chalika mela. Ika aaye, Ika jaye Jisiko tu ne gar samajahe Ehe eh, hee eh, ik saraye Yehe jag chala chalika meela Ika aaye, Ika jaye sat na hi ke ma jiva banale bande jiva na bana banale dina du ora ki Karale seva karele Ramanamke hire moti Isajoli me barale Dina duki ora dura balajanaki Karale seva karele Brahma-nama-ke-hire-mothi Isajoli-me-barale Kamasa-ke-jitana-jivaname Uttana-nama-kamale banale bande Shiva Banale Santa Janaki Bhatachorade Maha Adam Taka Jobicharana Sharaname Palame Para Uttargae Santa Janaki Bhata Chorade Maha Adamataka Targay Jobicharana Saraname Aye Palame Para Uttargay Karani Karanisha Kama Bhavase Prabhu se prita lagale, gale, jeeva banale bande, jeeva safala banale, bhava se paraho jata, jisane guru ka Simarana Guruka Ratale Bande, Ho Tera Chutakara, Bhava Se Paraho Jata, Jasane Guru Nama Pukara Simarana Guru Bande. O jai tera chuta kara, guru tere, sangha ajaiba, toda Toda-dhyana-lagale, banale bande jiva na banale
0: he who uttered the Nam of the Master crossed over the ocean of life. Repeat the Simran of the Master so that you may be liberated. O Ajabe, Kripal is with you. Pay a little attention. And our second bhajan is on page 44. Teri We are remembering you with every breath. Give us your darshan. We are being baked in the separation. Spread the coolness. In the world, the fires are burning. In the fire, the jivas are burning. O giver, have pity and come back. In the Kali Yuga, to meditate on Nam is difficult. To go in the refuge of the Master is easy. The boat is adrift. Come and take it to the shore. Having become separated from you, we are suffering. O giver, day and night we are weeping. We have your hope. Come and fulfill our hopes. Guru Kripal is the beloved one. Ajabe has only this support. We are thirsty for the darshan. Satisfy our thirst. Page
2: 44. <speaking in foreign language> Therihad damayada mannarahe Darsha dikha Asibuja rahe vicha Viyogade Tandavarta Jatu Asibuja rahe vicha Vata Jatu Duniya vich bambara Bakra hai Agani vich jiva hai Machra hai Duniya vich bambara Bakra hai Agani vich jiva hai Machra hai tat tar sakaro ji aanakhe phera tu tat tar tu darsha dikha ja tu teri hardam yaad mangarahe darsha nam japna kal Beri ad gai vich manj de Bane la ja tu Theri hard dam yada Man na ka ja tu manga rahe darshadi tu te ta ro asiraki aaya sa teri Asadi aas asiraki aaya sa teri sajdi aas Thedi haddam yada manna rahe Darshadika jatu Thedi haddam yada manna rahe jatu Khidpal guru aal guruji pyar hai aaj banue ho saadhar darshan deep pyaasa laga rahi pyaas tu darshan deep pyaasa laga ase buja ja tu teri hardam yaad man raha hai darsh dik ja tu teri hardam
0: In the Kali Yuga, to meditate on Nam is difficult. To go in the refuge of the Master is easy. The boat is adrift. Come and take it to the shore. Well, Susan and Dick are away again, and Kent is also away. And when Susan asked me to do the satsang today, Fletcher had also been planning to be away. So um, that's why I'm here. And I'm going to read a talk of Massacre Paul's. Um, it's chapter 13 in the book, The Night is a Jungle, a Protector and Protection. And I'm picking up on the second page of this talk. This worldly life is not the true living. We have to be born again, not physically, but into a new and different world. Christ said that unless a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And only after getting this physical form can we get rebirth into the beyond. Just as the mother is the physical protector, it is even more necessary to have a protector through the second or spiritual birth and on through the spiritual life until one has grown in awareness and is able to stand upright spiritually. With conditions as they are today, even man's closest ties offer little protection. A brother is not a true brother. Father is not for his son, and the son will do nothing for his father. Even the mother has started cursing her child, who in turn has lost all respect for its mother. It is such a terrible and degraded condition that mankind has sunk into. I feel like weeping. Anyway, one might have the sympathies of a righteous person, but for how long can he protect one? For as long as he stays in this world, not beyond that and in the process of rebirth he will be of no avail whatsoever so who can protect us in the new world he who dwells there the true raksha bandhan happens when you have a protector for your soul who can take care of you in this world and the next and without whom nothing can be achieved with all due respect and gratitude to our physical and material protectors The mother hen sits on her eggs with full concentration so that the chicks will form. When they are fully formed, she conveys to them that they are ready for the world which is waiting for them with open arms, the sun which is brightly shining, the grass is green and fresh, and there is plenty of food to eat. But the chick is in darkness and cannot realize there is any other state. The mother then has to resort to tapping on the shell with her beak, And on hearing this, he instinctively feels encouraged to do do the same from inside. And in a short time, he is putting his head into a new atmosphere filled with light and life. Only then does he understand the promise conveyed by his mother. If we want to be born into the new world, we need the help of someone who will not only take us there, but who will protect us to the end of the journey. Do you think this is work for our mother, father, sister, or any friend? No, it is impossible. The whole world is unable to assist you. There is an account of an incident during the life of my master, Baba Sawan Singh, of a woman disciple whose only son was arrested on a false charge of murder and was given the penalty of death by hanging. The Sessions judge presiding over the case was also a disciple. And before the final verdict was concluded, Baba Saman Singh Ji requested him to help the accused and said, I know he is innocent and falsely implicated. But the judge disregarded the master's words and gave the death sentence. A few days later, I was present when this same judge came to pay his respects to Hazur, and when the master passed very close to him, without even looking in his direction, he said casually to another person, I have no need of a judge. I can ask the Lord to do my work. Just then, the mother approached the master and started crying. He has been sentenced to death, she said. Baba Saman Singh Ji replied, Don't worry, you just put in an appeal. It was not the type of case that had the slightest chance through appealing, but on the master's advice, the mother did appeal. And when they re-examined the case, certain facts came to light and eventually the sun was released. So one can see that even when there is no hope in any direction, a true protector can give the maximum help. Frankly, what is a human being's life but a series of interruptions? At each step there is a barrier. What one wants does not happen. Some people are dying, some are sick, some are in difficulties of various kinds, There are thousands in poverty and in appalling afflicted conditions. The whole of mankind is lamenting its unhappiness every step of the way. Who is there to give consolation in this world and guidance in the next? Guru Nanak has said on the subject, O Nanak, break off all connections with the imperfect and search for a perfect master. They will abandon you even while you live, but he will never leave you even after death. Maulana Rumi has also said that one should grasp the coattails of a man who knows the secrets of this world and the beyond. The protection of such a personage cannot be described, but the individuals who experience it hold the knowledge close in their hearts. His single thought is very powerful, for God is super-consciousness. He is a part of the Creator, a drop of the ocean of all light. Remember, with one thought god created the world from one many came into creation if we the soul become the mouthpiece of the oversoul then how powerful will we be our soul though it is the same as the oversoul is surrounded by the mind and the senses and is enclosed in the carcass of the physical form the masters come like motherly hens to foster the children which is very necessary for unless they sit at some master's feet and absorb his words, they cannot be reborn. Remember that. Though in the beginning it may be by mere words that the facts of life are conveyed, of a new world more beautiful than this, An Brahman, Par Brahman, and Satluk or Sachkand. O oh soul, you are the dweller of that land. Why have you allowed yourself to be captivated here? On hearing the words of the masters, we slowly start thinking and want to know what else there is. When the master gives the soul a connection with the beyond, it hears it and responds. There is no way without the Shabd to leave this pot of clay. With repetition or Simran, you can achieve single-pointed concentration. And with concentrated attention, Dion, you will come to a standstill. But Shabd is the only power to take you up into the beyond. The master is that consciousness which has become the mouthpiece of the all-consciousness, and his single penetrating glance can lift the consciousness of not only one, but hundreds at one sitting if necessary. To be connected to such a personage is the true Raksha Bandhan. Otherwise, it is merely a worldly custom. What are a guru's responsibilities and what does he do? When one gives real thought to this, one's soul shivers to realize the extent of his protection. People do not understand that the Guru's responsibilities are vast. They are overjoyed with the prospects of becoming masters themselves. Forgive me for saying this. Each one's desire is to be a Guru, Sadhu or Sant. And spellbound with these thoughts, he forgets his duty toward himself and what he has to become in reality thereby spending his precious time in leisure and wasting away whatever he has got but the master with each breath goes on saving the disciples all the time whenever he initiates he sows a seed for a new life like the seed enters the mother's womb and then develops howsoever god's words come he brings them into outer knowledge he is a perfect being the mouthpiece of god the conscious co-worker who sees that it is God sitting within him who is doing everything. This kind of master sows the seed of attention and gives a way up into the beyond, which is a new experience. In India, some time ago, the masters who gave initiation into the beyond were termed brahmins, the supreme caste. But today, only the caste remains, and initiation is but a mantra, mere words, that is all raksha or protection is a question mark you are in the custody of a true master from the very day he gives initiation he becomes the very breath of the disciple baba sawan singh ji used to say that from the day the master gives the blessing of nam the guru becomes the indweller along with the soul from that very moment he starts forming the child with love and protection until ultimately he takes him into the lap of the Oversoul. Until that time, he does not leave him for one one minute. This advancement may take one, two, or three lifetimes. Masters have mentioned up to four, but if we become receptive, it can happen in one lifetime. God is working in the master, and if you think of him in this way, then whatever you desire will be given. In physique, he looks the same as other men. But he is not man alone. He became a man to dispense the treasure of God to the souls. He is not in birth and death. The benefactor came for the souls to give them the treasure of devotion and join them back to God. Like a father gives the germinal seed of life, the guru bestows the life force, the incomparable gift. There are many kinds of gifts, but the gift of Nam is above all others, and having given it, The master then develops it within you, because he wants you to reach the same stage as himself. He wants you to enjoy the bliss that he enjoys. The master goes on protecting and giving, whether the disciple knows it or not. For he is like a small child, which never realizes how much worry and trouble it is to its mother. The child may turn out to have a bad character, and perhaps become a gambler, but the mother will continue to concern herself with his needs, that he may not starve, and so on. A child thinks that he knows his mother very well, but what child understands about a mother's heart? We also think that we know our master, but we can know only as much as he wishes to reveal to us. We can see only as much as our eye is developed. To convince us of the truth, he will approach us in various ways, as a brother or a friend, and will sometimes appear to be inferior in knowledge or intellect. He acts in whatever way will help the disciple to gain confidence in his master. In this depth of humility, his greatness is revealed. Thus, this great personage gives rebirth to the soul and gradually makes us as great as he is. Truly, it is a profound blessing to have a living master who has come to give new life. You may ask, is all this the truth? But you can prove it through your own experiences. And in the many letters I receive daily, there are numerous accounts of the Master's protection. For example, a car was traveling along the road, and it overturned into a very steep slope. The disciples in the car remembered the Master, and the car righted itself onto all four wheels again. Disciples who have faith in their master can go through many dangerous experiences and will be astonished how they are saved and protected. These things are daily occurrences. Become receptive and obey his orders implicitly, even though at times he may show anger and displeasure, for he has taken this task upon himself and has to make you into something. A sculptor will pick up a rock lying on the roadside, and chisel it to make eyes, nose, etc. And finally, it becomes a work of art, a valuable thing. The master will make the disciple into something priceless, and those who are receptive will progress quicker, regardless of how long they have been traveling along this path. What good would it be if the stone started fighting with the sculptor, saying, I do not want a a nose chiseled, I do not want my face like this. He has to make something of it and he does so with great love. Sometimes, due to the fate karmas, many difficulties cross the student's path. And who is there to console and give strength to bear them? A single word from a perfect master goes to the depth of the heart, that it can stand upright and bear the burden. I remember when Pakistan was formed. You know the condition at that time. Whole families died, friends were killed, many people starved, Even rich people were destitute and hungry for a slice of bread. Naturally, they tried to console each other, but the misery and hurt was so deep that they were inconsolable. However, when they came to Hazur, he would say, It is all right. Don't despair. God will give you more. And he would lift his hand in love and blessing. His words were like soothing balm on their raw wounds. The truth is that there is great power in this attention and when one is helpless and feels that there is no hope, one will get full protection and assistance by turning one's face toward the master. For example, if a child has to undergo some minor operation by the doctor, he will feel more assured and protected if his mother holds him in her lap, where her tender concern and love will help to take his attention from what is happening. There are many disciples who while going through serious operations, have seen their master as the surgeon performing the operation. It is a question of love and faith in the guru. Some have seen the master standing near them with loving and concentrated gaze. They lost their fear and forgot the operation completely. These are not stories from invention, but true facts which have happened and are still happening. It is very necessary to have a living master. On this subject, Guru Ramdas, the fourth guru of the Sikhs, says, She who has given birth will look after the child with all her strength. He may be in the house or outside, but she is concerned for his every morsel. As the mother takes care of the baby selflessly with all her strength in all his needs, even going without herself if necessary, so does the true guru take care of the disciple through all the tribulations of life. If the disciple's eye is open enough, he will see for himself how he is being protected. And even if he does not see, he will still receive the protection. If the child gets dirty, the mother does not spurn him, but washes him clean and lovingly embraces him to her breast. We are covered with the filth of ages of worldly living, and the Guru, with all love and concern, teaches us how to refrain from soiling ourselves many times she will reprove but always press you to her heart in love guard the invaluable gift from the master with your very life for it will remain with you in this world and the next it is not a trivial thing to meet a guru but with deep sorrow i observe that many people do not have respect for their master a child can never forget his mother and all she has done for him If anyone does forget their mother's love, it is a great sin. To forget all the blessings the Guru has bestowed is unforgivable. Kabir says, This sigh will never leave my heart, that I can do nothing in return for all that the Guru has done for me. Forgive me, but the task of the Guru is not an easy one. To make something of the disciple, to put him on his feet, to give him new life, to reach him to his true home, this is the guru's work. Giving lectures or fine talks is not the guru's work. His talks are merely to help them be aware that they are in deep forgetfulness, but the master's duty is a, master of, is a matter of custody. O oh Lord, we are the children of God, but in ignorance. The master unfolds our understanding, first as a teacher and then by taking on all the headaches, like bringing up a child from infancy, worrying about everything we do, just like a mother. When the child is fully grown, the mother knows that when he is hungry, he will himself come for food. But if by chance he does not come, she again goes looking for him everywhere. If the disciple does not listen, the master will offer alternative ways to help his progress. But if he is clever and keen to learn, he will understand much from but a single gesture and so learns accurately and advances rapidly when the disciple does not learn from satsang, books and messages the master uses many other ways to encourage him there is the indirect method Baba Sawan Singh Ji would sometimes rebuke a man when the actual wrongdoer was another standing nearby he would say this is not right it should not happen again And the person being addressed would wonder in his heart, what have I done that he is saying this, not realizing that the words were indirectly meant for someone else. The ways of masters are often misunderstood through lack of spiritual growth. At times, the disciples would perpetrate wrong deeds. It is very easy to fall. But when they came to Hazur, he would show special love and say, it is good you have come this special attention was given particularly to save them from themselves but many would foolishly think if we sin our guru is very happy with us this is our intellect misguiding us fortunately for us the master's purpose is always the same to save the child that he may stand erect the road is very long but he gives his time to each individual after all he has great love for each and every one what can he do if after all these means are applied the disciple still does not understand and progress he uses yet other means to keep him on the straight path forgive me but when he pulls the rope the soul writhes in torment when the child does not obey and wastes his life the master shakes him hard and though he might be a hopeless case The unceasing love of the master will infuse a breeze of enthusiasm into his heart eventually. If you go on sitting at his feet, you will come nearer to realization. That is why it is advised, don't leave the satsang. Whatever has gone wrong will right itself. Why is your condition today so appalling? Because of the mind and the senses overpowering the soul and too much living for outer enjoyment. There are grievances in your hearts against others. You cut each other's throats and squeeze the blood out. In this condition, what is the saving factor? Go to the satsang regularly. One day, you will think a thing is right. Another day, you will think a thing is wrong. But do not cease to attend and your condition will right itself. The more a child is obedient to the guru's every wish, the quicker will be salvation. A certain Mahatma by the name of Panapdas has said that a man should have three blessings. First, God's, second, the Guru's, and third, your own soul's. God's blessing you have already got. He has given you the human form, and to come across a perfect master is his very special blessing. The Guru's blessing you received when he gave you rebirth by taking you above the senses and rejoining you to the sound current within, which will take you back to the source of all life. But what about the third blessing, which is your own? What is that? Having received the experience and connection with the truth from the master, then whatever he advises, you should do. Give whatever is the time requirement necessary to your inner progress. This is your own blessing on yourself. When the child learns with interest, he benefits from the teacher's pleasure also. These days, most teachers are just paid, but when I used to study as a child, they were people dedicated to humanity and children. If a child was promising, the teacher would wave aside the question of fees and call him to his own home for extra tuition. We often went to our teacher's home. He did not have any water laid on there, so we used to bring it in buckets and do other work around the house, purely out of love for him. He loved us and taught us with love. There are satsangis and near satsangis. By near satsangi, I mean one who has come in closer touch with the guru. This teaching is the same for all children, but those who become receptive come closer to the master. They get a special protection. Though his protection is extended to everyone, all are fed and eat the same bread Yet the child who is more hungry will receive more food. O Lord, we are your ignorant children. The Guru teaches us and makes us open up into awareness. Today you may do one thing, tomorrow something else. You are unstable and always wanting new things from which you go on desiring other new things. The Master always gives permission for what you want and remains with you in all you do but gradually continues turning you toward the truth, that your interest in it becomes more and more powerful. When he has your interest well established, he will make a new life for you and take you into a new world. Now tell me, is there anyone who would not like to have such a guru? When the world turns its back, the guru is standing beside you. Through desert and forest, over seas and mountains, in this world and the next he is with you in the other world the guru is called guru dev the radiant face of the master which appears within the light a man's face cannot appear inside only the god power when the guru dev comes the disciple will know that he has become a true disciple if you would all keep daily diaries and honestly note in them all happenings you would see what a grand treasure you would accumulate. But we listen to the Master's advice and then forget it. We even forget the subject of the satsang after a few minutes. How can we expect success? Christ said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Satguru's words, words are Satguru. The words of a Master are the Master himself, and those who respect his words will most certainly get salvation generally we respect him only when we see him and when not in his presence we do what the mind tells us but remember he sees our every action our hazur used to say that when a man comes to the master he sees him just like a clear glass bottle and knows whether it is pickle or preserve but no one knows what goes on behind his bland expression he is completely unfathomable and will not show what he sees in a person, but will try and wash him clean. Some think he knows nothing, but he gives them his protection always. Those children who are in a dangerous condition get extra care, though very often they think they have succeeded in hoodwinking the master. What foolishness this is! Glory, glory to the guru, Satguru the teacher, by whose various teachings we gained great wisdom. The guru awakens us from our unconscious state, gives physical and intellectual food that we may have good living and right understanding, and protects us in all phases of life. Our guru is the blessed one who has bestowed all this wealth upon us. Whoever has such a master is blessed also. I want to emphasize that if after getting this priceless gift, no consideration is given to it, That is the greatest of all misfortunes. There are certain birds which when migrating fly many hundreds of miles, but their thoughts are with their children, for they have left their eggs behind. The master might be anywhere, but his thought and protection is constantly with his children, wherever they may be. The Satguru protects the disciple with his life. Breath for breath, he remembers you. Without the master's remembrance, love for him cannot be born in the disciple. He sends out rays of love, and the disciple experiences a strong pull toward his master. This is also a gift. Now the question arises, should one always be near to the guru physically? To be always close to the physical presence of the master takes extremely good karmic background and only happens with great destiny should the followers leave their homes and cast aside their duties a true guru will never recommend this why should he if he was only on the physical level then he might advise this but he tells us that he has another form other than the physical and can travel thousands of miles from where his physical form remains a true master stresses that it is not necessary to be always close to his physical form there is no doubt that if one is receptive, by being near him one will be enriched with greater wealth. But it sometimes happens that those near him become critical of outer happenings around him, with the result that they do not gain anything. You can live far or near, but your face should be ever turned toward him. That is the point. Kabir said that even if the seven seas are between the disciple and his guru, the disciples attention should be directed toward his master the speed of attention is very fast one can judge from the force of electricity the pranas or life current have faster speed than electric current and the attention is faster than pranas with a radio set one has to just tune it to a certain point and one can hear the sound immediately even if the disciple does not set his attention on the master The radiation goes on emitting, and the effect of this is the making of him. If he becomes receptive, then the master appears before him. There are disciples in various parts of the world, North America, South America, Africa, England, Germany, France, etc. And who is protecting them? It is not the physical form that travels around, but the higher power, the God power. You can call it the guru power, and it is also called the Christ power, too. This power is protecting the disciples, many of whom have seen clearly the form of the master, the master power, in their daily lives. The power that works in the human pole is the guru, and if messages can be transmitted and received through radio, then why not become a human pole connected to the guru through the guru power? There should be no obstruction in the way, like worldly affairs, children, one's own physical form, or wandering thoughts. is purity is very necessary in living and in being free from ill or impure thoughts a radio will not work properly if it is jammed up with dirt and dust we frequently hear accounts of how the master has protected his children at death he appears before the child who is full consciousness happily who in full consciousness happily states the master has come when a child learns to rise above the body consciousness at will, the master is there to protect and guide him, talks to him and takes him upward from stage to stage. If Gurudum is looked down upon today, it is purely through incompetency and material motives. They themselves are doomed, but the tragedy is, so are the thousands who follow them. However, there is always hope, and if any have a sincere longing for the truth, God will see that they are in torment to realize him and make it possible for them to meet a true master. How is it possible for the servants to be well-fed if the master is starving and naked? If at the time of initiation the man you are following does not give you anything, it may be little or more according to one's background, and open your inner eye, then it means that he is not competent. He should give you something, and that is the criterion of a true master. Even if he gives a little at the beginning, then there is hope for much more. And whatever he gives, protect it with your life. After you have got contact with the God into expression power, where will you go from there? To the formless and nameless, the source from where the expression is coming. The word religion is derived from the Latin religio through re and ligare, which mean back and bind. So we have To bind back to the source or God. This is the actual meaning of the word, but we are satisfied with sticking a label on ourselves and performing customary rites and rituals, which are merely the elementary steps to prepare the ground for higher things. No matter what you do, your life will not bear fruit until you meet someone to give you rebirth and connect your soul back to the God power. Only recently, I received the urgent news that a certain disciple was dangerously ill. I wrote and told the people to advise the patient to concentrate within. They wrote back and said that my constructions had been conveyed to the patient by telephone, and, with, and within hours she had started improving and is now on the way to recovery. This was just through a word on the telephone, so you can see that the thousands of miles between cannot stop the protection of the master power. However, that physical form in which the God power has manifested is also pure, though it is not a question of praise for the physical. It is worthy of respect because God is manifested therein. I will tell you of another instance. There was a man in America named Walter Carell. When I initiated him, he had a very good experience, but after some time he fell ill. When a man is in a helpless condition, he gets restless and worried. He wrote and told me that the doctors were pressing him to eat meat and drink wine. Each time he wrote, I tried to make him understand that the non-vegetarian diet would not help him and he should remain on the vegetarian diet. After a few months, he wrote that he could not fight anymore, that he had become helpless and could not breathe, and that the doctors were insisting on a meat diet. I replied, all right, do whatever you feel like. When I visited America and reached Santa Barbara, the doctors had then given up hope for him, and he was at the door of death. Violet Gilbert, one of the hospital nurses, was a satsangi, and she met me and told me about Walter Carell, who was dying in the hospital. He cries a lot and goes on saying that he has disobeyed his guru, who is now in America but will not want to see his face. Do you think you could visit him, Master? I said, of course I will. When I had arrived in his room, Nurse Gilbert told him, The master has come. He opened his eyes and saw me, and the tears started flowing down his cheeks. I put my hand on his forehead and said, Do not worry. Whatever has happened has happened, and it is finished. Do you hear the sound? He said, No. Do you see the light? Again, he said, No. I put my hand on his head and told him to close his eyes and forget all outer things. When he did so... Not only the light came, but the radiant form of the master, too. His ears were closed for him, and he heard the sound clearly. I told him, now go, with rejoicing. His wife was there, and she was a non-initiate. She said, Master, I know that he has been forgiven, forgiven and saved, but I wish he would speak to me before he goes. I again put my hand on his head and said, Your wife wants you to say something to her before you go he opened his eyes and said, All right. And turning to his wife, he smiled and said, I am going now. This is what is called protection. It is not a story, but a true incident. I feel sorry for those who get this valuable gift and do not live up to it. Nanak says, He who has met the Satguru, whatever is written in his destiny is finished. It is true that the master winds up the karmas, but not just like that. He adjusts them to further the man-making of the disciples. He takes the children in his charge, but he will make them into something worthwhile before taking them home. It is his duty to clean them first. Nobody packs dirty clothes away in storage. When people are initiated, they rejoice and say, We have got a master. We have got salvation. When meeting the Satguru, you will get salvation if you obey his words. Sadhguru cuts the bonds of the disciple, if the disciple withdraws from wrong deeds. Obey the master. As I have said before, dirty clothes cannot be packed away in storage, and no one wants to wear dirty clothes. The father wants to embrace you, if you have got clean clothes on. But this kind of cleanliness means having no other thought but of him. Clean the core of your heart for he who is coming. Take the thoughts of others away so that he can sit there. This is what is meant by cleanliness. At times we try to do business with the master and say, if our wishes are fulfilled, only then we consider him a guru, otherwise not. If the master shows love and affection, then it's all right. But if not, he is no master. This is the sad condition we are in. A guru is a guru and will never leave you, even if you leave him. It is a wonderful protection and a great, great blessing. The volumes of praises for the Guru which are written in the Ved Shastras have not been written idly. They also state that the Guru is greater than God. In the Guru, God himself is working, and there is no difference between the two. For example, here is my watch. That which is holding the watch is my hand. And if the watch could see and think, it would consider that it is just a hand. But who was in the hand? I. God is working through the human pole, and the pole says, I am not the doer, but he who is in me. God is working from within the guru, and they are one and the same. First, the guru works like a teacher. He shows sympathy and even allows tears to flow from his eyes for you. Sometimes he rebukes, and sometimes he shows love. In fact, he does everything. Then he says, I am not the body, and neither are you. Come, let us go up. He does everything to teach the disciple to break his outer attachments and concentrate within. He has no other motive. He has no desire for people's love. His own love is connected with God and his guru. There is no place for anyone else. So become receptive to him, and through receptivity, become the image of him. A child grows on milk, and to love the guru and be receptive to him is the food of life to the soul. One master said that though there be 30 or more teeth in the mouth, yet the tongue is not harmed by them. Similarly, the master is protecting the disciple from all the perils of the world around him. When difficult times come, no one helps. Both enemies and friends forsake. All hopes fade away. Life becomes hopeless. But if God is in the heart, the flames of misery will not be felt. When a man gets disheartened and there seems to be no chance of hope from any direction, then the Satguru comes and takes him across all his tribulations. He first waits patiently until we remove all intellect, worries, attachments, and ego from our path. And then when we have fully reposed ourselves in him, then we come under his complete protection. If the disciple falls, the Guru will lift him up. For in this world, who is free from difficulties? one cannot find even one man without problems in his life but if a man has a perfect master he is fearless even when confronted by enemies kabir sahib says he who lives in constant remembrance of his master and keeps his master's words will be fearless in all three worlds why should he be afraid of anything after all his master is not merely a man understand this also It often happens that the disciple is due for heavy suffering due to the karmic reactions from the past, but through the Guru's protection, it can be reduced to perhaps a slight prick from a thorn. All the ups and downs of life are like passing phases and should have no pinching effect on the disciple. The worldly life is full of perplexities and existence here is impossible without them. My master used to say, that if one thinks one can remove all the thorns from the worldly life, well, it is an impossibility. However, if one wears strong boots, one will not feel them. To wear strong boots means to live within the protection of the Master's radiation, not physically, but through thought and attention. Be so much in his radiation and never step out of it. Nothing should change this. One can be so much within the Guru's radiation that even the powerful Lord of Death cannot come near. For example, I will tell you of one incident when I was living in Lahore. There was a lady who hailed from my village, but she was not a disciple. She became seriously ill, and her family endured constant sleepless nights and looking after her. I heard that she was sick and went to see her, accompanied by Dalip Singh. I told them... You have spent so many nights awake and must be tired, so you all sleep tonight and I will watch beside the bed. Dalip Singh and I sat together for some time. She was not initiated, but that did not matter, and I asked her, Do you repeat any holy name? She affirmed that she did. I told Dalip Singh to go and rest and return about 4 a.m., and I continued to sit beside the dying woman. She went on repeating the holy names as I had suggested, but suddenly she said to me there is an old man here I looked up and saw the old man and he explained to me that she was his granddaughter and that he had come to take her away but I told him that he could not do so as long as I was sitting there he tried his best to take the soul out of the body but did not succeed so after some moments he went away I asked the woman if she had recognized the old man and she said yes it was my grandfather he was a very pious man After some time, Yama, the angel of death, appeared in the doorway. I looked straight at him, and he ran away. He could not even enter the room. He returned several times, but could not enter. Then Dharamraj, the lord of death himself, appeared, but he also could not come into the room. He said, This soul belongs to me. I said, Yes, this is true, for she has not been initiated, and I know also, that you cannot come near her because I am sitting here so you had better go to my guru and ask him what it is to be done now if he gives you permission to take the soul then I will leave my friends just see how great is the nam Dharam Raj left and in a matter of moments returned and said I have got the permission to take the soul I said "All right, take it he replied how can I when you are still sitting there Whatever is written regarding the protection power of the Holy Nam is all true, for I am telling you what actually happened. Dharam Raj said, Unless you leave, I cannot take the soul. I asked him, What benefit will she get from my spending the whole night beside her? He said, She will receive the fruit of that before any other rewards or debts are accounted. Just then, Dalip Singh entered the room, and I said to him, Come, brother. Let us go away from this room, for while I am here, she cannot die. As we were leaving, I asked her husband to give away in her name some money which was still due from her to some needy people, that her give and take may be squared up and she may leave the body. Dalip Singh and I stepped out of the room, and in one moment she was gone. Dalip Singh is here, and you can ask him about it. If a person who has got the nam is sitting somewhere, not necessarily Master, but anyone who meditates, then Yama or Dharamraj cannot come near that place. Why, what do you people imagine the Nam to be? I am sorry to say that you hold it to be of little value. Whenever masters come, the world speaks ill of them, but God takes care of them. The world has always insulted the masters for their own gain. Self-centered people will say many things against them but there is not one who can harm a single hair of a master's head if he does not wish it himself for God's protection is impenetrable is it not natural that the Lord will protect him who belongs to him a good wife gives herself up completely to her husband who takes care of her needs and protects her but worldly examples are poor caricatures compared to the master's protection even the mother who has such deep love for her child has a selfish thought that when he grows up he will look after her, etc. A true guru wants nothing from his children. He only feels grateful that another soul has become free and is returning to its own home. He has true love for the soul. Brother, do not think that all is in your hands. Everything is already ordained. Never think for a moment that man has anything in his control. The controlling power is doing everything. Fear, death, heat, cold, etc., would never come near him but for the reaction of the karmas. And it is not in man's control, for they come without him being able to stop them. A person may suddenly be bitten by a snake and die from it. Another will die after reaching old age. These things occur in life according to man's past karmas. When God's pen runs according to one's past karmas, man has nothing to say in it such name of god should be daily repeated within O nanak that would free one from all bondage be tied to life's precious thing which will be with you here and in the beyond who can connect you with the nam in the guru he himself manifests and distributes the shabd saint john tells us that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us true masters have always exhorted all mankind O man you have got this physical form so connect yourself with the Nam, or with the manifestation of it in the human pole which will protect you now and after death whosoever claims knowledge in this world is praised by the people who strive with all their might to believe in him while the masters are proclaiming the very truth itself guru and god are both before me at whose feet shall i fall i am full of gratitude to my guru through whom i discovered who the Satguru is God himself is working in the Guru, and these words are expressing the gratitude that one should have towards one's master. We cannot truly know and praise God, and neither can we know or praise the Guru. He is in the world for the sole purpose of joining the souls back to God, and it is a great privilege to meet such a personality. When you meet him, obey his commands. Make your life as he wants it to be, and this will be your own triumph. He says, do your bhajan and make your life chaste and pure. His protection will always be over your head. Keep your attention constantly on him, and you will become a true disciple of the Master. Okay, our tape is uh, Sanchi's talk on the 8th of May, 1984, here at Sant Bani Ashram. Uh, it's called the Path of
3: Lovers.
4: do <speaking out> <speaking out> Now he says that neither I
5: have now he says that now neither I have the desire of any sins, nor I have the desire of any virtues and I don't have any fears in my within. The only thing which I have in my within is the love for the master and the fear of the master and twenty-four hours a day, all the times, I have the remembrance of the
3: Master.
4: Now he says that even if a
5: sinner comes to the Master, takes refuge in the Master, he can also take his boat across, he can also cross this ocean of life because Saint Sadhguru does not hesitate in forgiving and while they are forgiving they do not see whether he is a sinner or he is full of virtues.
4: Sant Satguru's name is the name of God. There is no wrongdoing. When he de in the world, he will see that kind of karma. He will see that kind of karma. He will see that kind of the Karja, He will see the karma.
5: Sant Satguru's do not make any mistake while initiating the souls. When the soul comes in front of the master, they can see their They can see the karmas of the soul very clearly like we can see the karmam seeds in the glass. In the same way they can see the karmas of the souls and they know that how much burden of the karma he has of the negative power and how much he has to pay to negative power and in which way they can pay off the karma to the negative
3: power. चरण सेव चरणा मृत्युवे गुरु पर साधी
4: काने सजीम स्वामीजी महाराज दे वक्त ये रवाज सिगा के शाम नू प्रेमी लोका ने करके ये मंजूर करा लिया के उन आदे चरण तोके थोड़ा थोड़ा होर पानी रड़ाके सारे पीन्देसन उन ਦੇ ਜੁੱਤੀ ਪ੍ਰਸ਼ਾਦੀ ਲੰਗਰ ਚ ਪਾ लंगर ਲੰਗਰ ਛਕਦੇ ਸਨ ਤੇ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਰਵਾਇਸੀਗਾ ਇਹ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਬੜੀ ਭਾਰੀ It is Vaste ਕਿ ਆਸ਼ਕਾਂ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀਆਂ ਨੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਮਨਜ਼ੂਰੀ ਲਈ ਹੋਈ ਸੀ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਪ੍ਰਸ਼ਾਦੀ ਦਾ ਬੜਾ ਭਾਰਾ ਮਹਿਮਾ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਸ਼ਾਦੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ it was the
5: custom in Swamiji Maharaj's time and uh, by requesting Swamiji Maharaj, they had got this permission from him that every evening they would wash the feet of Swamiji Maharaj and mix that water with some other water and would distribute among the dear ones and they would mix the leftover food of Swamiji Maharaj in the langar food and would take, and all the dear ones would take that as the prasad and requesting to Swamiji Maharaj they had got this permission and Swamiji wa, Maharaj was very gracious and very kind to give them this permission. The importance of Pashad is very great. Pashad means, Pashad is the name of grace of the Master. But it depends upon the person who receives the Pashad. It depends upon the faith, love and devotion of the dear one who is receiving the Pashad.
4: Maharaj <laughs> Ke Gaya उसे स्वामीजी दापा ही जड़े छेड़ प्रताप सिंह सन लगे कि मैंने अपने चरण तो के पियाव मैंने पी लेंड मेरे दिल बड़ी तर्फ लगी हुई है वो कहन लगे कि मेरे को इतनी कमाई नहीं दे, दे हाँ मैं प्रशादी, बारी प्रशादी, खोर प्रशादी दे सकता है ओ, ओ दे Master
5: Saman Singh Ji used to tell, in front of the whole Sangha, that when he went to Agra to see Swamiji Maharaj's brother, said Pratap Singh, he requested him to let him wash his feet and drink that Prashad water. But, said Pratap Singh, said that no, I don't have that much meditation that I can give you that, that I can give you. But if you want, I can give you some other prashad, some outer form of the prashad. And graciously, he gave Baba Savan Singh some clothes. And in that also, he gave a lot of grace to him. Because when the saints sadgurus, Guru's, when the masters give us any clothes or any of their belongings, in that also, they give us a lot of
4: grace. Singh, महामारी दी बीमारी तैसी की जेड़ा लड़का सीगा ओ मरने लगया पिता रोण लगया Tundra Eko गया क्यों पिता तू रोना है ओ कहण गया तू मेरा एको एक लड़का है तू ही संसार छड़ रया है मर रया है ओ कहने नहीं मैं मर नहीं मैं रहा है मैं पिछले जन्म अंदर के करदा <laughs> Master Maena Singh used to relate an incident to which he was
5: eyewitness. He used to say that there were a father and son in Agra and they both were in share of Swami Maharaj and there was Some disease spread all over. And because of that disease, the son was about to leave his body. The father started weeping. The son asked him that, why are you weeping? He replied that, since you are my only son, and you are going to take care of my worldly affairs after me, that is why I am weeping, because now you are going to die, and I will lose you. That son said, don't weep, don't mourn over my death, because I am not going to die. I am going to get a new life. Then he said that in my past birth, I was a tree, and somebody brought a branch of me, a little piece of me, to Swami Maharaj, which he used as a toothbrush. And because of his grace, I got the human birth in this lifetime. But still, because I had come from the body of tree, my intellect was not that sharp. I was still having the dull intellect like the tree. And that is why I did not uh, make use of this birth. Now I am going to get one more birth, in which I will get the perfect master and the Nam and which will become the cause of my liberation. So you should not mourn over my death because I am not going to die. I am going
4: to get a new birth. <laughs> ਉਹ Janderson, ਕੋਲ Una de ਮੈਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ Hujanda Siga, ਵਿੱਚ ਅੱਧਾ پاگل de ਜਾਂਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਮੈਂ Bachai ਤੋਂ ਵੱਧ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਕੋਲੇ de ਆਪ ਨੂੰ 40 ਦਿਨ ਦਾ ਬੱਚਾ ਹੀ ਸਮਝਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਜਦ ਮੈਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀਆਂ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਬਿਆਪਰੀਆਂ ਦੇਖੀਆਂ ਉਸ ਮੌਕੇ ਤੋਂ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਉਠਾਉਂਦਿਆ ਮੈਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਪੈਰ ਦਾ ਰੇਤਾ ਚੁਕਲਿਆ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ it so happened that
5: once when Master Gripal was visiting my ashram, he was very gracious, his eyes were full of grace, and as I have said very often that whenever Master would visit me over there, I would become like half crazy, this was because of his presence that I would feel in that condition. So I took some sand, some, some dust, on which he had stepped <coughs> just then. And when I took that, Master asked me that what I was going to do with that. I, Since I had the habit of saying the poetry, I made up some words and I said in the form of poetry that the fresh dust of your feet, I will take and put on my heart because your five sacred words have liberated me and since that dust was his prashad something which was touched by him and blessed by him i still have that and i still consider that
4: as prashad
5: in the prashad given by the master there is the limitless grace and blessings of the master but it all depends upon our receptivity it depends upon us that with how much faith and love we eat that prasad
1: charan
3: <laughs> se ay charan sadive var jive udareshan kare bacan pun sune <سلام> پھر سمجھ سنو نت
4: من میں گنے کی کرے گروزے سسانگ دے وچ جا کے جو وہ موچو بول دے ہے اس نو اللہ ہی بانی سمجھے <سلام> جو وہ کہہ رہے ہے اس جب سے عمل <سلام> جرور کرے کیونکہ سان <سلام> سمجھ <سلام> ست گرو ساڑی कि جندگی نو پوتر بنانواستے ہمیشہ کہن دے ہے کہ تھواڑے
5: What should one do after going in the Satsang of the Master? He should take every single word which Master speaks as a divine word, as a divine commandment. And whatever Master says in the Satsang, one should try to follow that, one should live up to that. Because Masters always try their best to make our outer outer life as pure as possible because they tell us, that there are five dacoits in your within and they are plundering you, they are defying you, making your within dirty and they always emphasize on making our within pure and holy. So it is very important and necessary for all the Dioans that whatever Master says, to follow that and to live up to the words of the Master.
3: Darshan karibachan pun suni, phir sun man mein.
0: Gunne
4: Gunne Charge, Sara 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 Sara
5: Sara Sara Over the words of the Master and see whether it applies to me or not, and if it applies to them, they should give up those bad habits.
3: Yagup
4: Olaje Adagay Nasai the apreni was the Santanjil Bachin hair, O Krakunde Atamandi, Una Bachinam Roshunke, Atama Bravan Hojandi hair, Hun Loklajeri, O hair, Kui Loklajani, Huns
5: Guru Guru the Nam Now he says that for the lover, the words of the Master is like food for the soul and by eating that food food every day the soul becomes strong and brave and then there remains no worry for the public shame and public criticism. Public criticism and shame flies away, taking the flies away with the wings. and then only the remembrance and the love for the master remains
4: there. <laughs>
5: Now we understand the world as greater than Master, the religions as greater than the Master. But when we get dyed in the color of the Naam, of the law, then we give priority, the first priority to the Master and to the work of the Master. And then comes the number of the
4: world. <laughs>
5: Sufi Sant Mulesha had said that on one side, there is the there are the bonds of religion, and on the other side, there is the that is the abode of the beloved. You get attached yourself to the master, and you put your both the feet in one boat, because those who try to cross the river with their feet in two different boats, they always drown.
0: Our final bhajan is on page 27, Satguru Piari Meri. Oh, beloved Satguru, improve my life. Suffering by karma, I am calling at your door. I have not even a little control over you. Except you in this world, nothing else is mine. I have come to your shelter. Don't reject me. I have got much suffering. No more agony. Cool my heart, which is heated by pain. Oh, beloved Satguru, improve my life.
6: Satguru pyare meri Jindagi savarade Karma de mare tere Darte pukarde Satguru Pyare Meri Jindagi Savar De Karma De Mare Tere Dar Te Tere Te Guruji Mera Rai Rati Jorna Tere Bajo Duni Mere koi Tere te guru mera Rai Rati Tere Bajo dunia te Mere koi hor na Sat Guru piyare meri Jindagi Savarda De Karma De Mare Tere Darda te Pukar De Satguru Pyare Meri Jindagi Savarda De Karma De Mare Tere dard te pukarde sharaname teri aaya mainu tu karaina tu kame ba tere paaye hor dard faaina sharaname teri Menu tu karaina, tu kame bhatere PAAYE or tar faina, sat pyare meri, jindagi savar de, karma de mare tere, Tarte Pukar Dei Satguru Piyare Meri Jindagi Savar Dei Karma Dei Mare Tere Tarte Pukar Dei Sharname Menu tukh rāina Tukh me bā tere pāyē Orta rafahina Menu tukh rāina Tukh me bā tere और तार पाइना सतगुरु प्यारे मेरी जिंदगी सवारे दे मारे, मारे तेरे, तार ते पुकार दे, jindagi swaad de karma de mare tere tarte de tu kanalata piya tu satguru pyare meri Chindagi swaad de gana latpatiya ji la mer tar pyare meri jindagi sewa kar de sat guru pyare meri jindagi sewa Kardamade Marde Tere, Dardate Pukarade, Sutter Guru Pyade, Mary, Gender Geese of Arde, Kardamade Marde Tere, Dardate Pukarade.
0: O oh, beloved Shadguru improve my life. Suffering by karma, I am calling at your door. I have not even a little control over you. Except you, in this world, nothing else is mine. May God bless us all.